So yeah, this is the after Grammy episode of It's been Calitos Wastes 88. I'm your host with the most Calito Brigante. Gotta bring that back. That's an old little run, little little uh intro I used to have in uh my 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 uh, purchase college radio days. It was good, man. What's good? What's good? I know it's been a minute since the last episode. Um, but yeah, I just finished watching Hove get robbed at the Grammys for the nominated awards, you know what I mean? Um, but my boy Kendrick, K-Dot, cleaned the fuck up. We just had that TDE episode. TDE's having a hell of a year so far. Um, SZA got robbed as well. She had the most nominations of any female of the night and didn't win. Her performance was fire, though. Um, Kendrick's performance was incredible, too. Even my mom was robbing to it. She was, like, reading through all the messages. She's a social worker, so she's on she's on the spectrum. Uh, but, yeah, welcome to It's Been Calitos Wasted 88. Um, I was supposed to put this episode before the Grammys out, put this episode out before the Grammys because I wanted to do a whole episode uh, because he was honored with, I believe it's called the Grammy Icon Award. Let me look that up real quick. So, yeah, he was honored with uh, a Grammy Icon Award uh, along with, um, I believe, Clive Davis. Um, and... Um, it was an ill performance. There's videos up of people that were there. Um, it's, the, the reward is called Gr- Grammy Salute to Industry Icons Award. So, uh, yeah, it was it was brought to you by Clive Davis. And uh, they had Alicia Keys playing Feeling It on the piano, which is fucking sick. I need great video of that. And, um, yeah, so... I wanted to really get in, dig into some whole records that you might have forgot about. Maybe you haven't heard. Um, so if you're not a whole fan, stray away immediately. And uh, shout out to everybody that's listening, man. Um, I've been getting like random people walking up to me and shit. Like you, I'm fucking with. I'm fucking with the the Calitos Wastes. Oh, I didn't know to call it that show, but I'm fucking with your radio show. Um, thanks a lot. I truly appreciate it. Um, so yeah, Hove got robbed tonight. I-, I was really hoping he at least win one. Um, but you know, K Dot cleaned up, so hip hop won. And um, yeah, but I want to get it. Yo, listen, this is a big deal. Grammy salutes to Industry Icons Award. Like they're not calling Hove a fucking rapper anymore. They're calling this man an icon. So I think this is a big deal. Um, I'm trying to look up um, Icon Awards. I know you hear the keys. Um, I'm trying to see who else got whoever got this shit. Um, um, so yeah, it's just what I'm seeing is um, Grammy Icon Award. Who else got this joint? But it was an event, a pre-Grammy event thrown by Clive Davis and and the Recording Academy. Uh. But yeah, it was it looked looked it looked incredible. The speech was dope. He talked about boycotting the Grammys and not coming back after '98, and not coming back um, to the Grammys until his girlfriend at the time, who later became his wife, um, Beyonce, was uh, nominated for Crazy in Love, I believe it was uh, called. And the, the yo the speech was the 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 speech he gave with the award was fire, man. Like that whole shit, him talking about. DMX not getting nominated, and he dropped two classic albums in the same year. Like he said, he said Hove said that that's why he 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 boycotted, which is fucking incredible. That I I don't know, man. Like 
I'm I'm I was born in '88, as the title says. Um, my birthday's coming up, but like so, the late '90s, mid the mid to late '90s is like and the 2000s, obviously. Um, those the late '90s was my golden era. Like you know, the old heads, the golden era was 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 like the late '80s, early '90s. I'm a late '90s guy, so like that whole '97 and up, '96 and up. Those were my years where I was like really digging into rap and my co- I was stealing my cousin's CDs. I was going to Frank and Richie again, hitting the head fifteen dollars for an album. Ended up fucking just buying the cassettes. Like those are my years. So like when Hov said that, like I yo I remember like my cousin my cousin Chris and I grabbing the CDs from our cousin Maquito and and, and Lenny and them. You know what I mean? So that shit resonated with me immensely. Hold up, hold up. My my minutes is about to go up. Let me let me. Let me wait real quick. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, so yeah. So like I was saying, the minutes was running out. But um, actually, I'm reading wrong. It was just Hove that was honored. So the past salute from hearing from the Grammy.com website. Past salute to Industry Icons Award recipients included Herb Alpert and Jerry Moss, Irving Azoff, Martin Bandier, Richard Branson, Clive Davis, uh, David Geffen, Barry Gordy, oof, uh, Lucianne Grange, Debra L. Lee, Doug Morris, oof, and L.A. Reid. So yeah, it was just it was just Hove Night for the Icons Award. Uh, Clive Davis, if you don't know who Clive Davis is, is thrown by Clive Davis, Davis and the, the Academy. And uh, do your googles. I, I, I'm really I really like the exact shit, man. Like you know the execs, man. I know y'all know who Barry Gordy is, Doug Morris, uh, L.A. Reid. But yeah, so but um that resonated with me when he was speaking about um. X getting snubbed, man, because like, like I said, Chris, my, my cousin Chris and I, we used to take these CDs from Maquito and Lenny and, and and Nandy, and like we used to just get lost with these albums, man. Like, you know, the first album I ever bought with my own money was, uh, well, not my own money, but mama money, was uh, Cam's Confession of Fire. I bought Harlem World. I think, I believe that's 97. Um, and then uh, Volume 2, and then just I used to just snatch everything else up from my cousins and shit, man. Like, you know. But I remember being in, in Frank and Richie and just not having enough for the CDs because they used to hit people in the head. And I'm, I had to buy the cassette, you know. Uh, shit, man. Um, so, yeah, man. I'm from that High 97 Volume 3 era. I'm from the Clue tapes, Clue CD era. You know, Big Mike, uh, K-Slay, like, you know, all those guys. From the mixtape era, heavy. Um, but yeah, man, going to Local Local, the cop CD, shout out Sicario. Uh, Local Local always used to have the CDs out early. You wanted the whole album a week early, they, they had it official in the plastic. So yeah, so that shit resonated with me a lot, man. So this is a big, big deal. The names I read to you, those are big deals. He, like I said before, though, in part one of this intro, Hove definitely got snubbed, man. 444, you know, people are saying this album was for us. And, you know, uh, and, and I like to make it clear, it's not just African-American, not just black, but Latinos, too, you know. We come in all colors as well. We're, we're black as well. But Latinos, uh, African-Americans, um, this album was for us, you know what I mean? So, hey, man, he didn't get the, 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 the Grammy Awards, but he got the Grammy fucking Icon Award, which is, which is very important. And, like, you know, somebody put up a dope picture, a little dope illustration of... Um, the Carters still have 43 
Grammys in their crib. So 43 is a big number, man. As a collective, they have 43 Grammys. As a as a couple, they have 43 Grammys, which is crazy. But yeah, like I said before, this is the whole episode. This is the whole icon episode. Fuck that. I'm gonna take that name, and um, I'm gonna play some joints you might have heard, you might have forgot about. Um, and uh, yeah, man, let's just get into it, man. I, I'll, I'll give some insight into how I got into Hove and like the connection and just like. Yeah, I'll get into all that in between songs, but I'm going to start off with a joint that uh, I discovered a little late, not recently, but a little late as I got into Hove, because, you know, you got to just start searching for them B-sides and shit and just shit that, you know, like, oh, shit. So this one is off the Streets is Watching album soundtrack. If you've never seen Streets is Watching, we're, we're going to have a long talk, but this song is called Only a Customer. It's an L. Cool J sample on the hook. I believe Irv Gotti did the beat. It was on the S. Carter Collection Volume 1 mixtape, one of the illest mixtapes ever. And um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to play that real quick. We're going to start the show with that. So here's Honey, a customer. It's been Galito's way since 88. Let's get it. Okay, so that was Yoni, a customer. Oof, that song. My youth had a nigga too aggressive. I, I used to speed excessive, both eyes closed. Yo, like, I shoot through the city like a rumor. Oh, man, like, ah, oh, man, that song is... I like smoking cigars to that song a lot, man. That's part of my... I got to put on a cigar playlist, man. That shit is just like... Ooh, man, that song is... That song is fire, man. That beat, too, the way that snare slams and the bass line... do 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 Crazy, 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 crazy. Gotta console Irv Gotti, y'all. So on that S. Dot Carter Collection mixtape, it's not called Volume 1, excuse me. S. Dot Carter Collection mixtape, it was, uh, if y'all don't know that tape, it's, it's a classic mixtape. Uh, that's where the Pump It Up freestyle was on. And um, the B2K joint, he bodied that. He got on the Flavor in Your Ear. Oh, uh, Blunt and Armadale, which is a fucking B-side of the Chronic. And it's called, uh, I forgot... I think it's called Blunts and Tangeray, the original. Blunts and Armadale was crazy. Um, what's the other standout on that mixtape? Oh, psh, I'm America's worst nightmare. I'm young, black, and hold it. Uh, young, black, and gifted. Oof. Which is another, I forgot. Uh, damn. The, the, listen, hip-hop ears, forgive me. But I forgot that that original beat, what what, what original song that is. But that's, uh, I think, it's, is he the BDK? I think it might be BDK. Um, but that sample, da, 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 oof, that mixtape, do you, oh, man, I'm going to put up the link for that mixtape, that S.Dot Carter collection mixtape, it was, so it was released when he put out the S.Dot Carter sneaker with Reebok, the first one, the white, with the, the, the white one that was basically a, a, a play on the Gucci sneaker, it came in the boxes, I don't know if it came in all boxes of the sneaker, I got to ask my cousin Chris, um, I just remember like copping the bootleg of the mixtape in local local, but it came in the box with the sneaker when you cop the sneaker, um, which was fucking genius. Um, it was fucking dope. It was fucking dope. I, I believe it was probably very limited. Um, I gotta I gotta do my little research and I don't I don't remember that far back. But fire ass mixtape. Um, but yeah, this uh, this song was on that too. It was just they threw it in there for just in case you forgot about it type shit. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to talk after every song. I'm going to play a couple joints back to back, but I just want to give some insight. Next one I'm going to play, I, I, it came, I, I don't know, for some reason it popped up in my head 
the other day, and, and I kept repeating it, repeating it. I forgot about it. Guess who's Bizak? Scarface featuring Hove and Beans. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna play like two joints with Hove and Beans. Just go back and forth real quick with some wild verses. Beans was, like I said before in a past episode, Beans at one point was was one of the illest. So um, I'm gonna play. Guess who's Bizak? I'm gonna follow up with this can't be life. All three of them going going back to back again. And um yeah, I'll sneak in another joint real quick. But yeah, let's get into the music. So yeah, that was uh Guess Who's Bizak and uh This Can't Be Life Crazy. Scarface's verse on both of them shits is fire, but this can't be life is crazy. Introspective shit. Um that that song is just beans, man. Oh man. Everybody went in on that ver on that on that song, but shit. Oh man, that's the, when he brings in all the Muslim stuff, and I don't know, I'm, I'm weird, but like, just like you know, growing up Catholic or whatever, you know, you know, it's loosely Catholic. I was never like forced by my mom to go to to church. Like my grandmother tried to force me, but at a certain age, my mom was like, "Yo, let him make his own decisions." Always, I believe in God, all that stuff, et cetera, and stuff. But I always did my homework on other religions, and just like the fascination with it, and just like, you know. Just hearing, like, the Muslim culture, I mean, excuse me, the, oof, sorry, the Muslim religion is really big in Philly, that's why you see all those dudes with beards and shit, but just to hear, like, Beans, like, break it down in his life, and, you know, I guess y'all all on y'all Dean, and I ain't on mine, like, it's it's just, um, it's it's, go, it's dope, man, it's, it's, I don't even know, I use dope a lot, but it's, it's, those songs are great, those songs are fucking great, um, but, I wanted to get into some beans and hove back and forth joints. So I'm gonna play some other shit off of um off of uh in my uh, excuse me, off the Dynasty album, the Rock La Familia. And I'm gonna play a joint that was a mixtape joint for a while, and then Beans put it on, I believe, on the Becoming. And uh it's called It's On and it's them going back and forth, just bar. After bar, after bar, after bar. Like, oh, man, I remember hearing, woo, this song was, this song got a lot of plays during NBA Live, man. We wasn't fucking with 2K yet, but this, this, a lot of plays during the NBA Live, man. Hove, Chris, I call my my cousin Chris Hove. Everybody calls him Hove because he's a big Jay-Z fan. But Chris, you already know, man, this, it's on was, was crazy. Um, but yeah, we're gonna go Dynasty, then uh it's on um real quick. There's so many joints I love the love off the Dynasty. I think they got two songs that they go back and forth. But um I think I'ma play when the streets is talking, niggas is gossiping, bitches all in your shit. What's the cause of it? I need to know. So let me get into that. Let's get it. Okay, 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 okay. So I snuck in one more. Stick to the script. They call me William H, the all time great. Oof. If you don't know where that flow is from, where Hov got that flow from, all right, whatever, man. Yo, so stick to the script. Um, I played stick to the script. Uh, streets is watching, niggas is gossiping, bitches all in your shit. What's the cause of it? Um, yo, that Dynasty album was very, very. Um, it had given to me, which was the hit single off there, and Parking Lot Pimping, I believe too, with Little Mo on it. But uh, those were the singles. But uh, son, that album they was rapping on that shit, man. I don't know if y'all know. I don't know if y'all noticed, but they was really rapping on there. 
Um, that's that was the birth of Free on the album too. Um, when I hunted Hustler, you know, here's a couple of suggestions on how you could finesse it. Um, everybody got on that. I, I, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a, I'm, a, and I know this is an unpopular feeling, but I, I was, I'm a big, I'm a Memphis Bleak fan too, bro. So I was, yo, them, yo, he had some, he had some solid verses on the album too, man. You know, you meet him and her, woof, oh, I didn't play that because y'all know that one. I'm trying to play joints y'all forgot or, you know, y'all don't know. Um, oh shit, I should play, uh, for the family. Um, what y'all about to witness is big business, kid, oof. Um, but yeah, I had to play it's on. That's just bar for bar, no hook, just bars on bars on bars on bars. Um, yeah. That album was dope. So without like naming names or whatever, whatever, like one of the reasons I got into Hove was I was with um some family that was um they they were involved in some things and and uh the things they were involved in were uh some stuff that uh that Hove talks about and um they basically told me that they basically like like Praised Hove, they were like, "Yo, the reason why we fuck with Hove so much and we listen to Hove so much is because because he keep it real, whatever that cliche is that sound, but also because he's talking about shit we can relate to, you know, like the authenticity is a hundred grand, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, and with that, just like, again, like my cousin's just playing the shit out of his albums, you know, um, it was." Like this, this like picking apart shit and just like them telling me stuff about. I'm young, so you know, I was just like listening and things I could catch. I was, I was a little, I was above, uh, beyond my time as far as like catching up on things and picking up on stuff. But some stuff it was just like, yo, what that mean? What this mean? And they explaining it to me and it's just like references to things I didn't know about. You know, I saw it and I was around it, but I didn't know about certain you know aspects of it. So it's just like you know, um, read between the lines, but you get it. Those who get it, get it. Um, but yeah, man, so that was like 97. They told me that. I mean, just those people told me that and my cousins just putting that in my ear and just, and that was, that was during volume one in my lifetime. So I was just like, you know, which is an album that people try to say is his worst album. Um, I mean, it, Kingdom Come, people used to say Kingdom Come is his worst album, but I think that has aged very well. Very, 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 very well. I think the album that people slept on for a long time that is is getting accolades now is uh, American Gangster as well. You know, American Gangster, those beats and just the direction, what Hove was saying, and uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. I think Kingdom Come ain't do well because it was rich nigga shit. Magna Carta didn't do well to people, even though it sold records and people liked it. The whole fans loved it. it. It was rich nigga shit. Like, it was just like him speaking about his life and... You know, it it was just I don't know, man. I'm I, I'm biased, bro. I'm biased, man. I'm biased. I'm very biased. Um, but uh, we're gonna get into some other cuts. I gotta look at what else I like. I wanna play again. We just playing joints. Might have forgot about maybe joints you never heard. Um, but yeah, let me play something else real quick. I'll be right back. Okay, so that was for the family. I ended up playing it for the family. That's when he first started saying a uh, dynasty shit. A mill. Um. Um, Jigga Man, huh? Sequel, sequel, uh, Math Bleak, uh, a million gone. A million's gone. Uh, I've heard several different stories and the, the why she left and, 
you know, she wasn't the she wasn't the greatest man. She wasn't like her delivery was garbage. I know they was running for, it, but it was just like yeah, like the way the way Foxy delivered Nas's and Hov's rhymes. She was way better. Like you know, I know she probably wrote something here and there, but the, when they wrote for her, like she she really like made it her own. You know, she was a beast. I mean, Foxy was a beast. Uh, I know there's obviously guys don't purist MC Light, Queen Latifah. I know, I know, I know, guys. Uh, Queen Pen. Yeah, I might not know that. Some of y'all. Um, I know, I, I know those are the real female rapper rappers. You know, Remy Martin. I know she's got she's got a different notoriety now, but when she first came out, oof, and she still writes her own shit. I think so. At least I like to think so. Um, Rhapsody's ill too. I guess we got we got to do a female rappers episode. But yeah, um, Mill was a good, um, you know, was a good reason to do posse tracks. <laughs> Um, and then I had to play, oh, I forgot about this song. This song is, if you weren't really into the Young Guns, you, you this might have passed you. Never Take Me Alive, Young Guns featuring Hove. They got two fucking insane verses from Hove on the same song. The commission was our vision. We see it come to fruition. We ran out of time. He's talking about big in that first couple bars. That shit, they had Hove getting introspective on that beat. Fucking Chad West just blaze on the production on that on that first Young Guns album, Tough Love. Holy shit, man! Um, Hove took the fucking the breathing 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 up flow from from uh, Young Chris. Um, <laughs> yo, yo, yeah, yeah. Never take me alive. Listen to that. L- listen to it though. Listen to what Hove's talking about on that shit. Crazy, fucking crazy. Um, that's a joint I know a lot of people haven't heard. For the family, you probably heard. I mean, out of the two posse cuts with the Millers on, you, me, him, and her, and for the family, I feel like people know you, me, him, and her more, because hoes perform that more. Um, but, uh, Never Take Me Alive, I know a lot of y'all haven't heard that. I know for a fact. But yeah, um... What else I wanted to talk about? I already gave my story of why I fuck with Hove so much. I've seen Hove a bunch of times. Kind of caught him in concert a bunch of times. Um, actually, my first concert ever, 2001, a couple weeks after the Twin Towers dropped, or months, um, was to see Hove during the Blueprint Tour, 2001. What a tour to catch, right? Like, shit, <laughs> what the fuck? Um which is before this time runs out, I guess let me try to sneak it in. But story goes, well, I'm going to tell you my story. My story goes is um, I was going to school in the Heights, IS-90. Um, I was bumping Blueprint like crazy. My cousin Nandy was like, yo, I told him I had to get some boots for, I wanted to get some Tims. So we ended up going to 125. I'm like, damn, I heard Hover performing at the Apollo. It sucks. I couldn't get tickets. We go to 125, 125th Street, Harlem, if you all don't know. And um, we go to uh, Jimmy Jazz, one of those joints, and I could see the line. I bought my Tims. I could see the line, and I'm like, damn, I wish I could get tickets. I wish we could, we'd have gotten tickets. He's like, yo, let's get online and see if we could get tickets. Yo, we get online, and we getting closer and closer. I didn't realize what line I was on, and my cousin goes into his breast pocket and pulls out two motherfucking Blueprint Tour tickets. I... Freaked out on the line, bro. I'm like, what are we going? Holy shit. Oh, oh my. Like, I was bugging, man. 
funny because on the way home, I noticed that I had two left feet. I had to go back to 125 the next day and get them boots changed. But, yo, the Blueprint Tour, he bought our cam. Cam came out of the baby blue Kuji suit, did a freestyle at the Apollo. It was insane. First time being around people smoking in a concert. It was my first concert. It was just crazy, man. Like that moment, like just him putting the tickets out from his breast pocket. I literally freaked out on the line. It was like, yo, you good? I'm like, yo, I'm, I didn't know I was coming. Usher was like, yo, I was like, I didn't know I was coming, Usher. Yeah, that's my first, actually, that's my first concert, my first Jay-Z experience tour. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I played uh This Life Forever, which is it's crazy. It's a, it's a song from a movie soundtrack from a Donnie Goins book of a movie soundtrack based on a Donnie Goins book. It's called Black Gangster. Do your Googles on Donnie Goins. He was a career criminal that wrote some crazy books. Uh, they also did a movie, a DMX movie that came out later called Never Die Alone. It was based on the Donnie Goins uh, book. Um, but yeah, This Life Forever, Slept On Joint, um, probably heard on Hove mixtapes and stuff. And it was uh, it was on the movie soundtrack to this movie, 1999. Um, came out in 99, excuse me, I believe. And uh, that that beat, yo, Jay was just rap man. Again, like, I'm trying to play joints you might have missed or heard, never heard or... Don't remember. That was a that was a crazy tune right there. That sounds funny. Crazy tune. Uh, but yeah. Damn, I'm trying to see what else. There's a lot of stuff that's not on iTunes. The only bad thing about Anchor is I can't play songs that I saved on my iTunes library because there's a bunch of joints that are not on here. But we're going to make it work. We're going to make it work. Um, let me sneak in something else rare. Hold up. Okay. So, okay, so going through iTunes right now. I'm, I, so Hove got specific albums that are not on iTunes. Reasonable Doubt being one of them. Um, and Blueprint, Blueprint One, Blueprint Two. But he has these things called the Hits Collection or some shit. Jay Z the Hits Collection. One, finding one, two, three. Yo, Hove snuck in the Young Gifted and Black freestyle and the Pump It Up freestyle. You know I had to fucking add Young Gifted and Black. I had to. Fuck that. We putting that. That's from the S. Carter Collection mixtape, man. Yo, wow. Crazy. Listen to that. It's a classic freestyle. I don't know if I want to play the Pump It Up shit. Yeah, I've heard the Pump It Up shit. Probably a gazillion times. And I ain't talking to nobody in particular. My, my style's just vehicular. Like, how am I not when I get up? That's, oh, man. But, uh, yeah. Young Gifted of Black. I'm a, oh, man. Listen to that again and again, please. Um... We're going to get into something else that's rare. People slept on Volume 3, in my opinion. I'm going to play something on Volume 3 that I really like. Really um, interesting album if you break it down. We'd love to interview Hove and just see if he remembers what he was thinking about when he was making these specific albums and specific songs, very specific songs. There's some stuff I got to ask him, like crazy. But yeah, let me let me play some some something, something you might have skipped over from Volume 3 real quick. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Man, I just realized this is a long-ass episode. I played a lot of songs on here. I spoke a lot. I think I'm going to wrap it up now. Um, this has been It's Been Calitos Way since 88. This was the whole icon episode. Um, yeah, man. This is... I, I mean, hit me hit me up, man. You know, my boy Louis Mercedes um, from uh, the Are You Not Entertained anchor show. 
did a call in thing. And if you guys want to call in and we talk about more hove shit and just music in general, uh, what I left off, what I what I didn't play. Mind you, I was limited to anything that's on iTunes. I don't have a Spotify account iTunes, Apple Music, so, I mean, I could have did the whole record off the, off the computer thing, but I don't know, I really, uh, there's some, there's some joints, you know, I couldn't play because it's downloaded and I, I, you know, it's not part of iTunes, but if you want to list the joints, I keep saying I'm going to put up these lists, man, I got to put up these lists, if you want to list the joints that I think maybe you not, you haven't heard or maybe you think I haven't heard, you know, and you know some required listening when it comes to Jay Z shit. Excuse me, I'm 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 uh, masking a burp right now, so my voice is changing. Um, you let me know, man. Hit me up. Um, but this has been his Calitos way since '88. It's been Calitos way since '88. Um, Calito Brigante. And um, yeah, I'll be hitting y'all with another episode real soon, man. Real, real, real soon. Um, we're gonna do the we're gonna do like the gym episode songs that get me hype in the gym touch at all i put out a playlist recently on itunes if you have itunes subscribe or uh, follow my account i put up a uh, a playlist called uh museum date for one and it's uh songs i think you could play by when you go in a museum by yourself um so i mean if you haven't experienced that by yourself it's pretty cool you throw some headphones on and just walk around and it, it varies there's a lot of different stuff on it from r&b to indie rock to hip-hop so you know Check it out. Tell me what you think. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you guys in a couple days. Peace.